Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready to school us today? Oh, okay. <laughs> the pressure's on. Yeah. I am ready to school you today, actually. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. But you came in swinging. Yeah, I came in pretty fucking prepared. <laughs> I got my laptop, you know? All right. Where are my glasses? Don't know. <laughs> That's pretty usual. Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? Take her away. Let me snort my son. Hey, man, we got to have the snot sucker thing for babies that we can use on you as well. Oh, God, I wonder if it would work, though. I honestly think it probably <laughs> would. I've heard that it's very effective. Uh, okay. <laughs> Use it, do it to yourself. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh, the thought of, like, sucking my child's snot. Like, I know that once I'm a mother, I'm probably going to be, like, right up in there. It has a filter in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't go into your mouth. Oh, this makes so much more sense. Yeah. I thought it, like, it was, like, a siphon situation where it's, like, oops, hope that doesn't go in my mouth. And then you just, like, spit it out like it was your own loogie. The fact that you're even re- bringing up siphoning because that was something that people actually did in our hometown. Oh, yeah, they did do that. They did siphon gas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I was on Reddit again. Yeah. So I was on Reddit. I'm always on Reddit. I'm like at night. That's what I do. And I came across this thread that was Ask Reddit. And it was like, what are some scientific facts that just like creep you out? And so there's this big thread. And I was like, I feel like this would just be fun for me sort of thing to like research and then teach you. So I did take a couple of the topics and I kind of just like expanded on them because the topics were like so short. It was like one thing about this one thing. And I was like, but I want to know this more. This can't be a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I also wanted to know more because I'm like, okay, you're telling me this one thing about this like one animal or whatever, but now I want to know more. I'm like, where did they like originate? Like, where do they live? Like, how do they like me? You know what I'm saying? I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> how do they mate? <laughs> Have you ever seen slugs mating? No. It's fucking wild, bro. What do they do? Um, It's like this specific type of slug. They might all mate like this, but they like hang from a tree and they like twine around each other and then they're like weird blue penises come out and they're they like twine around each other it's fucking bizarre whoa i know like they've got like some freaky like positions going on yeah hold on oh my goodness i love it it's leopard slugs oh okay ew on a rope of mucus yeah that's how i do it too (laughs) (laughs) they kind of made this like really sensual yeah it's like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, with weenies, yeah. All right, sorry. Anyway, that's how leopard slugs mate. Mm-hmm. So, I picked these topics. I'm going to teach you about them. You know, I'm not a fucking scientist, all right? I just, like, Googled some shit, so. I'd be interested to go through and find out how many times we disclose what careers we aren't, aren't. in. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, I could be using, like, a little bit of wrong wording or something, but, you know, the overall picture is right, Yeah, is what I'm saying. Let me present to you my first dive into the scientific animal kingdom, okay? okay? Anglerfish. Are they all animals? No. Oh, okay. But this is, like, one, one animal. I left an animal to the end because I have to put a disclaimer before it because when I was researching it, I was like, oh, I, if I had heard this on a podcast, I would have been like, how fucking dare you not warn me? Okay. So I had to put it at the end or else the animals would be together. Okay. A- anglerfish. Have you heard of these? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know what they were called. Oh, really? Yeah. But, okay. you, but you knew them. Like, you knew the... the yeah, well, because yeah. of Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Okay. So anglerfish... Hideous. Oh, yeah. I sent you a video of them last night. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, hideous creatures. Okay. Like, no shade. You know what I mean? But, like, a little bit fucking ugly. However. Well, the, you know, they're in the, the depths, man. But this is the thing that I didn't know is there's, like, 200 species of anglerfish. There you go. Okay. So there are a few that, like, this is the thing. I think the anglerfish, like, get a bad rap because of Finding Nemo. If nobody's seen it, there's, like. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there's an anglerfish. Um. The, the one that's represented in Finding Nemo is like this big, ugly ass fucking big tooth with like a little glowing bulb, which I'll tell you about later. Um, but I feel like that misrepresented anglerfish as a whole. 
Because there's 200 species, so it's like, why, you know, you can't just, like, go by this one that lives, like, two miles, three miles under the sea. Well, and also beauty is in the eye of the beholder, you know? I don't know that anybody beholds that. That angler, that deep sea anglerfish is pretty fucking, that would give me nightmares if I was a kid. It's unique. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) anglerfish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is unique. So they live in the depths of the Atlantic and the Antarctic oceans up to a mile down. But some do live in shallow tropical climates. Ooh. Okay. So you could come across possibly an anglerfish, but doubtful that it would be like one of the ugly ones because those are the ones that live like way fucking down there. Yeah. Like they're in the, the depths. Okay. You can actually eat anglerfish. Even all flavors? All kinds? From what I was researching, because I researched can, ang- because when you look at these things, you're like, oh, that would kill me for sure. Like it looks like a freaking piranha. Does it... That's what I imagine piranhas looking like, but maybe not. Um, so I researched, can anglerfish kill you? Cross the board, no. Wow. Because, like, they are really, like, dangerous fish to other fish because they're so, like, sneaky, sneaky. But they're so small. Like, they can eat fish that are up to their size. Are they small? Well, okay, so this is the thing. Because there's so many species, there's some that are, like, 12 inches. And then there's some that are three fucking feet. Oh, shit. Okay? So it's like, mm, but still, I mean, a three-foot anglerfish still couldn't, like, digest. Maybe a kid. I don't know. <laughs> but it couldn't, it couldn't like, eat a grown human like you or I. I could try. You know, five, six situation. But also, I'm pretty sure from what I researched, like, the bigger ones live, like, deeper down. But maybe not. Don't know. Because I did see, like, them preparing an anglerfish, which did look quite large. But anyway. So you can eat them. Um... It seems like the Japanese really enjoy anglerfish. Okay, so that's okay. where like I got my sources for how they prepare the anglerfish was um, from, I think that this was actually like a Japanese restaurant's website <laughs> that I was on. Oh, I was like looking it up because anglerfish are like slimy as hell. So they can't just like cutting board, chop, chop, fillet this shit. They have, to give them a good rinse. No, this is what they do, much like the slugs. Okay, they hang them from a hook <laughs> They're like, you know what I mean? Like on a little string hook situation. And then they like clean and gut the fish vertical. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Because they're like so slimy. Like that you wouldn't be able to. So that was kind of interesting to me. Um, the the Japanese call it anko. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. It's A-N-K-O. Um, and it's considered a high grade fish. Oh. Okay. And objectively, the best part of the fish is the liver, which is the fattiest part, however. But it's considered the foie gras of the sea. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Popular ways to eat anglerfish is anglerfish hot pot or fried anglerfish. It's low in calories. And it was said that it was popular among women because it was like low in calories and the fat content was so low, except for the liver, which the liver content was, you know, obviously quite high. I hate, um, I hate when you go to a hot pot and someone fucking tosses in seafood. Oh, yeah. It just ruins the whole, like, unless you're like, I should disclose by saying that I'm vegetarian so (laughs) like it's one thing when someone cooks like beef in there like I'd still rather not but like it doesn't like flavor it really yeah throw some shrimp in there now you got a shrimp soup yeah one I actually don't eat fish not because I'm against it I'm just like not I didn't grow up with it yeah um for some reason like most of my boyfriends have been like very seafood forward yeah yeah (laughs) so which is odd yeah. Well, same thing with Matt, though. Matt's yeah. really into that fucking tuna, man. He does love the tuna. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, they can get up to three feet, but most, it said most, are 12 inches. Um, the females... That's what they all fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of anglerfish you got going on there. <laughs> um, so the females come in many shapes and sizes, but the males are like outrageously small in comparison. I love that shit. Yeah. It's same Black Widows too, man. Yeah, because Black Widows are like the cool ones. Yeah, they fuck your shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. You know, this is the thing is like, why Why did we not take from the animal kingdom where like the females are always the dopest? Anyway. Well, we certainly did. Well, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is why I was excited to tell you about the anglerfish this coming up because I okay. immediately was reading this and I was like, oh, Sam's going to fucking love this. Even that point. So I know. Um, so to mate, okay, the male attaches themselves, they bite the female, okay, 
You don't love that. Just wait. I think I, I think I might know this, but go on. Okay. So they bite the female and then basically they start to atrophy. And so like the I'm female essentially that. digests them. Yeah. Okay. So they're like hanging on by the bottom. And so it's just this like tiny ass little anglerfish. And then this big ass, like objectively ugly female anglerfish. And he's just like disintegrating within her until all that's left is like his testicles, you know, which as again, as it should be. Yeah. And then so they like climb up. I'm pretty sure anyway. I don't know. They like the little spermies like climb up because that's all that's left of the male. And then the male's just like, see ya. You know, like I'm dead. Yeah. All I am is like testicles. It just really cuts to the chase of like, let's just like leave out the pomp and frills, you know? Yeah. Like just bite me and disintegrate. Let's let's fucking go. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I thought that you would really like that. I wrote, and then he is just dot, dot, dot balls. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I thought that was funny. But yeah, deep sea angler fish, they collect like glowy bacteria. They have this little like dangly dang that hang in the back of their throat. (laughs) (laughs) They sorry. Uh, they have this little like dang, dangler that comes out of their head, and it like I'm doing like motions for those just listening. But anyway, it comes like out of their head. They can collect shit on there. Okay, so oftentimes going around cotton swapping. Yes, what a what a good way to put it. Thank you. So oftentimes they'll collect this like glowy bacteria to like light up the night, but it's like the deep sea, and uh, this can attract their prey. But they can also. <laughs> I was watching this video. It was like a, they called it a pashmina, but it was like a piece of like floating shit. Anyway, um, they can collect other stuff to like taunt their prey. And so this one little shrimp was like trying to eat this thing. And then the anglerfish was like, can they like turn on and off the, the glow or no? No, I don't think so. Because the bacteria is like bioluminescent. So the bioluminescence isn't coming from the fish itself. It's collecting it from other places. Yeah. Because there are some fish that just are bioluminescent yeah they're so weird so this bacteria they're like going around and being like and they collect it and that's what's glowy like the anglerfish isn't like glowing itself what is it that it's attracting the bacteria to that spot spot only gosh i just don't know like i wonder if it has like um i didn't research it but i'm just wondering now if it has almost like a velcro like (laughs) type situation like these little like the the tragic part of all of this is that if carson kirkwood didn't ruin my dreams i could be answering these questions for you because i would be a marine biologist right yeah what episode was that in i don't know i don't remember but if you missed it um carson kirkwood ruined my dreams yeah i i said we were going around like it was like in grade five or grade six or something but um maybe younger i don't know it doesn't matter anyways it was when we were like in elementary school still and um we were going around like telling people like what we wanted to be for a career and i said marine biologist and he was like do you want a family and I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you can't have one if you're a marine biologist because you'll be on the sea for like months at a time. <laughs> like, so who even knows that though? Like, I didn't know that about marine And biologists. then he went up and he was like, I want to be a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking of course he did. You don't that's want why, a family. Okay, great. That's why he knew it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they can like, and worms, they can have little worms on their little dangly dang too. Does the dangly dang have fingers or do they just like whoop? So I'm just wondering, like I said, like I wonder if it's almost like a like jumping cactus situation. Like there's prickles or something? Yeah, that like... Okay. But then you'd, you'd wonder, like, d- does other shit get in there that you don't like want? And then do you have to like clean off your little dangler? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the answer, but um, yeah, that's all the information that I have on anglerfish. But I mostly pulled that one because I wanted to tell you that the female basically like digests the male. Yeah, I like In order that. to get impregnated. Yeah, I think that's exactly what black widows do. Oh. I'm pretty sure they, yeah, I'm pretty sure they mate and then kill their. Oh, yeah, they do kill them. Yeah. But I just, like, this to me is almost like the male chose it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. They knew their place in, like, such a big way. Yeah, it's not like, oh, my God, murder. They're just like, okay, it's time. Yeah. (sighs) Now I wait to die. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that's what I have (laughs) on anglerfish. (laughs) This one was, like, interesting to me because I do actually, like, know about obviously everybody knows what a fever is but i got really interested in like the the things that are happening in your body sort of thing i'm, I'm just gonna tell you about fevers basically okay okay um so like normal ish body temperature as most of us know is like 98.6 degrees fahrenheit um we fluctuate about one degree above or below did just you, oh yeah go ahead did you ever watch Os- osmosis jones no 
Oh, wow. Great film. Did I? I can't see you not. I mean, I feel like that was a childhood classic. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I'm going to have to look it up after this. Um, So yeah, we fluctuate about one degree above or below. And a fever is when body temperature rises above the normal range. So like above like the 99 or like the not below the 96. That's not a fever. Yeah. And it's low body temperature. The presence of a fever is usually part of the body's immune response system. So it senses an invader like a virus or a bacteria. And then it raises the temperature to make... To make it like an unwelcome home, I wrote for this. They sweat them out. For them shits. <laughs> I was writing these notes at like 11 p.m. <laughs> a little delayed. I'm like, raises the temperature Medical for term. shits. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically like, I don't want you here. Let me like smoke you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? However, there are things uh, like the abuse of amphetamines, alcohol withdrawal, and like heat stroke and stuff like that. Those can also cause high temperatures. So, okay, so hold on. Sorry, I have more questions. So alcohol actually raises... I'm not surprised by that because like I remember like, you know, people being cold and being like, I just need a couple drinks in me sort of thing. But I, I don't know that I fully under knew that like it actually was raising your body temperature. So alcohol withdrawal. Oh. But alcohol... So this is what I understand from alcohol in general is... um uh it it affects blood pressure yeah because i thought it was more so that like you're not actually not cold you just don't feel cold anymore yeah 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 so i'd have to look into that a little bit more but from what i understand it like has to do with like um raising your blood pressure and so like you feel warmer because your blood's like yeah it's going yeah but this is like alcohol withdrawal okay okay so here's the thing too is like i i did as I've mentioned so many times in the podcast, I did take like three years of university. Was it three years or two years? Now I can't remember. Anyway, and I was in psychology. So I did learn like a lot about the brain, but like, where is that information? So when I'm like researching this stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, like this thing, I'm sort of like the temporal lobe. Anyway, um, the temporal lobe has nothing to do with this. (laughs) (laughs) It's the hypothalamus. Okay. So the hypothalamus sits at the, at the base of the brain and it acts as the body's thermostat is one of its actions. I don't know if it does more. Don't come for me. But it gets triggered by a floating biochemical substance called pyrogens. So then I went to look up pyrogens, okay? I, I can't explain them. There's like different pyrogens, okay? There's like exogenous and endogenous or something like that. I, I don't know. I know that we have like biochemists that watch the, the podcast and they're probably like, oh my God, Alyssa. I just, I can't explain it. So anyway, pyrogens. That's what I'm going with. The, we, we need like a on-site biochemist at all times. Just to step in third just mic. To, pyrogens are. <laughs> just a fact check. In here, I literally wrote pyrogens were too confusing for me, for me to explain. But they travel through the bloodstream, okay, to the place where the immune system has alerted. So these like little pyrogens are like, like going to the place where there's like an infection or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like the viruses. And then... They take that information and they're like, bee, 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 bee. <laughs> like back to the hypothalamus, which then is like, okay, incinerator. <laughs> so, so it's like these little Let's crank like, up the heat, boys. <laughs> <laughs> these little pyrogens are like little messengers. They like so th- that's the thing. They're like little snitches on the virus or the bacteria. They're like, oh, okay. They're like collecting this information, secret spies, and then they go up to the hypothalamus and they're like. Let it up, up, up. Yeah. I literally wrote, hey, boss, trouble in paradise here. Crank up the heat. You're like in a very different mind space, I can tell, while writing these notes. I had just come back from the gym. I was like really like hopped up. Fired up. Serotonin, obviously. Endorphins. Um, Okay, anyway. So yeah, when the hypothalamus is notified, it tells the body to up the heat, but also retain heat, okay? Children get a higher and quicker fever because their immune system is inexperienced. Mm-hmm. So like these pyrogens and the immune system, like they just don't have as much time knowing how to work together. Because I was always like, why do like kids fevers always spike so high and it's always like f- fucking like zero to a hundred real quick, you know? Yeah. That's why. We do a slow roast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like to marinate our steaks <laughs> first. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was interesting. It's because it's just an experience. Um, so this kind of like begged the question to me because to me this is like, okay, so like my body is like now at like war with this situation, right? 
Um, but I have always like taken things to lower my fever because when I was a kid, not even a kid, but even up until like, I think 16 or 17, I would get fevers that were like 104, mm. like really bad. And, and when I was looking, it was like 105 is kind of like, there's some shit that's like actually going to like cause you long-term damage sort of thing. Um, and if your fever gets too high, like really bad shit can happen, like seizures and, uh, what else did I write here? Like delirium, like it's pretty crazy. You don't want to go above the threshold. But that like begs the question to me, okay, well, if your body is actually trying to go to that level, you know, like kill it, like if it's a low grade fever, like should we not, you know, should we not kill the fever? And this is not medical advice at all. But like from my research, it kind of looks like, you know, yeah, wait it out sort of thing, unless it gets to a point, because then it's like, oh, you're in the danger fucking zone. Okay, so when you get get to the, I'm not sure if you know or not, but like when you get to the danger zone, is that just like a result of like your body's like trying so hard to like get rid of this thing or like we don't know I don't know okay because I know for me whenever I would get those high high fevers it was just strep throat but like there's people who get strep throat and their fever only goes to like 100 yeah you know but mine would be like 104 and my veins are like collapsing they can't get a needle in there sort of thing um there was one time where like I was so dehydrated because I couldn't drink and my my hands were going like this they were like Ooh. Like, cause there was shrinking inward. <laughs> yeah. Cause there wasn't enough like water or something like that. And they were trying to get a vein, but all my veins had like collapsed and they were like, Oh God. Oh, they, no, God. they were very like calm because they were professionals, but I was, yeah. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Fuck. They had to put it like so high and I was in the ambulance and it was like the IV was like smacking me in the face, but it was so delirious. Like I was like fainting and shit like that. Like beforehand. Um, how old were you? I think I was, um, 27. It was last week. No, I think I was like 12 or 13. Maybe my mom would probably know better. Wow. You had a really fucking harrowing childhood. Yes. Um, <laughs> but also, yes, that's why I've always tried to get my tonsils out. Cause I, I got sick so bad. Like it was, I yeah, ended when up in is the hospital. That shit happening? Uh, th- sorry. I went to the hospital three times. Um, I don't have the call yet. Oh. They have to call me and tell me when it's my time. When it's my time to be tribute. <laughs> it's your time, Melissa. <laughs> That's what they said. They said, we'll call you when it's time. <laughs> okay, thanks. Anyway, I'm just waiting. <laughs> your doctor just wakes up and he's like, today. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested because to me, it's like the body does so many things to like attack itself kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just so weird. Even like, um, oh, like migraines we know so little about. Yeah. You know, and it's like, is it, is it connected to like the trigeminal nerve? And like, then there's trigeminal neuralgia and um, there's all these like autoimmune diseases. And I'm just like, it's so weird that your body can just be like, nope. Just the, <laughs> just the brain in general is like, yeah, we know so little about and it's so crazy. But that was like when my brother was in the hospital because um, he has a uh, brain injury. And um, it, like, it was just crazy that, like, the ways in which, like, your body just, like, starts to heal itself kind of thing. And even that, like, your body will go into a coma sometimes to, like, mm-hmm. protect itself. Like, it's just, it's, like, the body is so bizarre, man. It's so crazy. When I was reading, too, that there were, like, um, it was, like, you could be, like, completely healthy and your body just decides, nope. <laughs> like, what? Just because. Yeah. It's had enough. It, it has, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Body's weird. Anyway, that's what I have about fevers. What was the original fact? Um, what was the original fact? I think it was just that like a fever is your um, body trying to kill the virus. I think it wasn't a very interesting fact, which is why I wanted oh. to like, I mean, because obviously, you know, yeah. that was my kind of thing. Um, but I wanted to know more. Like I was like, okay, but how? Yeah. That's my problem. Like, that's why I hate people who are like, because I said so. No, that's not how I work. I work on the how. I'm like, okay, I don't really take any more information. Yeah, I don't take things at like face value unless you can tell me why or how. Because if you don't know why or how, then it's probably, you probably didn't do the research. I don't know that I even approach it from like that combative of a level, (laughs) but like just out of like pure interest. (laughs) Like, I'd like to know more about that thing. Obviously, you don't know shit about this if you didn't do the research and you can't answer my question. As I'm here, like, not sure, don't, un- unsure. I have if, no idea. If you can't tell me even one thing about the... Tell me one fact about anglerfish right now. 
Because this know, is this is Alyssa bars. <laughs> They're like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> this is the thing we live. Okay, we, I'm getting on a soapbox, but we live in a society where you can just like scroll Facebook or something and read one thing from like your distant like cousins, friends, uncles, aunts, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if that made sense, but then you take it as like gospel, mm-hmm. and so it's like okay, so. So now you're telling me that like toe fungus is more dangerous than cancer? Yeah. <laughs> For instance, tell me why. Yeah. <laughs> tell me why and and some facts surrounding that. You know what I mean? I heard a good quote actually. Unfortunate that it's from Woody Allen, but it is from Woody Allen. He said it doesn't matter what the truth is, it matters what is believed. Uh, and it's fucking true, man, unfortunately. True. I mean, it should matter what the truth is, but alas. Yeah. It does not. I think actually, because that that was actually a real thing that happened to me. Someone said that um, they didn't say more dangerous. They said dead deadlier. It kills more people a year. Millions of families suffer every year, Alyssa, <laughs> from toe fungus. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna need you to give me some facts. <laughs> anyway, I've been. This is the thing: is like I've been hurt too many times by misinformation. Yeah, I was gonna say something meaner, but all right, yeah. Just a moment to thank today's sponsor, which is Skillshare. Skillshare. I feel like they should hire me to do their jingle. Definitely, they should. (laughs) If you guys don't know what Skillshare is, it's an online learning community with thousands of classes that you can take. Everything from productivity to video, photography, learning how to take care of your plants, which I haven't done yet. Okay, so just to... Just to call back to that. Yeah. Because you explicitly were like, shade, when I said that. <laughs> and here we find ourselves. One, one time Sam said, she suggested that I take this plant plant class on Skillshare because I keep killing all my plants. Plant class. And you know what? My plants are dead still. So. So there you are. Still. Still <laughs> is They're the keyword. Still, still dying. <laughs> Uh, I love Skillshare. I like that you can pick it up and put it down whenever you feel like it. You can listen at half speed. You can listen at two times the speed, depending on the pace that you want to learn at that day. Uh, It's just a really great platform. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. You know what? I've been really into doing like Instagram videos lately. I know you've been killing that. Like, thank you. You're welcome. I'm really into reels, but I found this class on Skillshare uh, for anyone else who's like interested in doing videos on Instagram. It's called Video for Instagram. <laughs> Tell an engaging story in less than a minute. Uh, it's by Halise Narvez. What I like about this class is that it's broken down into the ways that you actually need to be filming for a video so like when I first started I was like oh I'll just wing it but it's like oftentimes it's just harder to edit or like you don't get all the shots you want so this is like okay let's talk about the creativity aspect let's plan your shoot location and lighting styling your shoot and then you have a concept and then you have a second concept you know what I mean like it's nice that they broke it down in a way that's like oh okay this is this is more of a plan than like a fly by the seat of my pants type of thing well and I feel like especially when you're producing content it's like you do need to have a little bit of a plan otherwise it doesn't turn out and then you get discouraged and then you don't want to do it again no exactly and that's what happened to me for so long and now I'm kind of like okay let me let me plan out these shots and then obviously my videos turn out a little bit better (laughs) you you got that confidence now yeah so if you guys want to follow suit and explore your creativity you can do so at skillshare.com slash approachable and get a free trial of a premium membership that's Skillshare.com slash approachable for a free trial of a premium membership. Thanks so much, Skillshare. Moving on. I, I did not like the way you adjusted that, Mike. I don't know what's coming here. <laughs> no, no. It's not the bad one yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe the maybe the last one is only bad to me though like maybe i'm just because you know me like i have weird shit so maybe it's only me that's like what's next hit me okay so 
There is this term that was coined by a man named Walter Cannon. Uh, He was a pioneer in biological psychology. So he coined this term voodoo death. Okay, and the idea was um, he was studying these people who believed that certain fruits and stuff like that were like cursed or hexed. And he found this one woman in New Zealand um, and she had eaten this piece of fruit that she later found out was uh, a taboo. She found out it was from a taboo place. So she ate this fruit, didn't know that it was from a taboo place, right? Like she was um, like innocently trying to just eat this fruit. Uh, And then she found out. She's trying to eat a fucking fruit, man. Yeah. (laughs) And then she found out and she died within 24 hours of finding out that this fruit was cursed. So the critical factor to his idea of voodoo death is that the person knows of the curse. For me too, there are like so many religions and stuff like that that like believe in just different things and and different cultures and stuff like that. So that's not what like, you know, like that is kind of like, but I don't have that knowledge yeah so I kind of like left that in the dust I was like you know not my place however this is what was interesting to me is because of this there was this man in Nashville Tennessee okay so so Cannon's beliefs kind of like not it's like poorly studied sort of thing because in today's day and age there's like technology um as per psychology today they said that like witchcraft isn't collectively like like believed sort of thing Um, And so there's not a whole lot that we can do to like study this idea that it's our perception of the curse that can actually kill us. But this is a newer thing is that they believe that doctors may have a similar effect as what Canon has coined the voodoo death. So they believe (laughs) in this article from Psychology Today that just the diagnosis of a terminal illness can shorten someone's lifespan. I'm not surprised, though. It's kind of like like reverse placebo effect. Right? Yeah. And they also kind of like wanted to mention that the way that your family and friends treat you amplifies this. So it's it's not just that you believe it, but it's that your entire circle is starting to treat you as though you will, you know. Be biting the dust in a short amount of time. Be biting the dust in a short amount of time. And again, they also stated that it's amplified when you have this like you have three months to live. or Like you, a specific time. So there was this case of a man in Nashville, Tennessee. So he got this news that he had a massive tumor in his liver and that he only had a few months to live. His goal, though, was just to make it until Christmas so that he could like spend the holidays with his family. But he was out of the hospital by October. I don't know when he got diagnosed, but I'm assuming it was like, like they diagnosed him. He only had a few months to live. So I'm assuming it was like September or something like that. So in October, he was out of the hospital. He was improving. And then Christmas came and went, and then he was readmitted just after New Year's Day and died 24 hours later. However, after his autopsy, they realized that the liver scan had been botched, and he actually only had one small nodule of cancer on his liver, which could not have killed him. Oh, shit. And did he tell his whole family about it and stuff? Yeah, everybody knew, yeah. But that's the thing, is because you have this um, whole like notion that you're going to die yeah and everybody's treating you as such and to me this was why it was so interesting to me is because like there's there's so many things that can attack your body from your mind like stress heartbreak yeah there's there's so many things that like actually do cause physical symptoms Mm -hmm. that are created from the mind yeah and so i'm like this makes so much sense to me and furthermore it makes sense to me that um like cancer patients, for instance, I kind of go back to cancer because I have experience with it because yeah. my, my dad passed away from cancer. Um, family members who are like visiting their the patients and stuff like that tend to live longer. Um, mm-hmm. the, the ones that, you know, treat them kind of the same sort of thing. Um, and I know like my dad did have one of those timelines, like he was just trying to make it to his birthday sort of thing. And then he changed it. He was just trying to make it to my birthday sort of thing and then he died just like a, a, I think it was like two weeks after my birthday but it's interesting because it's like uh, it is so interesting like I I don't want to like speak for him and like what he thought but <laughs> but like for me like I took care of him so I feel like I know pretty well but he was like going like pretty you know downhill pretty quickly and then he got like a resurgence mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that's when he changed his mindset to, I'm not just trying to make it to my birthday, I'm trying to make it to my daughter's birthday. Yeah. I don't know. Can't say. 
but it's an in- now after reading this because I didn't really like fully think about that too much I was like can you really mentally overcome something like that like no you can't mentally cure cancer but you can't, you can't cure it but I think I, I, I do think like again going back to the brain I feel like it's it's a mysterious thing man it's so powerful it does a lot more than we think it does that actually makes me curious like on average not to be grim um but like on average i wonder if um people that like have struggled with mental illness for like an extended period of time like does that cause long-term effects even if like you're treated mm-hmm. does that ca- cause long-term effects in in terms of like how long you may live or not yeah i'm curious i don't know that to me makes me wonder too like like if you if you sit in it like for anxiety for me for example if i just sit in my anxiety and i'm like i have anxiety i have anxiety like does that make it worse than if i'm like like you know like i will get through this like everything's fine do you know what i mean like to me that's like obviously like positive like affirmations or whatever but i wonder if there's like more if there's actual science to that like if they've done studies somehow yeah. i mean it's so hard because it's like it's, it's a subjective yeah See, it's not really something that you can like Yeah. Dose somebody with only this much anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't like I might it is just like even like with stress, like I think people do underestimate like how much stress can take like a physical toll on your body. Yeah. Um, or like lack of sleep or, you know, all of those things. So I do wonder how much like mindset does positive vibes only. Well, and like I mean uh, there is a thing like of like toxic positivity for sure. Mm-hmm, Especially mm-hmm. in our freaking society right now it's like okay let me just feel though yeah because these feelings are real but I do know that um with meditation and stuff like that bringing in gratitude and teaching yourself how to be grateful basically it, it can improve your your livelihood I'm pretty sure that meditation is like scientifically it proven is. yeah 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 it yeah. is sci- yeah because it um it remaps things now, now I'm like, it sure that. does. But I did go through <laughs> 300 hours of learning it. And that's what I can come up with. It remaps things. Um, so true. But no, there is actual science behind meditation. And it's like freaking wild. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That just like begged so many questions to me. Like just on the the brain itself. Yeah. Like what we are capable of. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I feel like there's so many stories, though, too, of people, like, holding on until, like, this specific minute and, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. So. Which also, though, I mean, when you're in so much pain and stuff like that, it's, like, not to compare it to the same thing. But, you know, like, when you're, like, working really hard and you're just, like, oh, you're just holding on until you can go on vacation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, like, okay, so you can make it to that finish. But thinking about having to make it any further is, like, almost impossible. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, when you kind of, like, reach, like, that moment of, like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. just so interesting that that man, I mean, sure, that's only one case of it. And it was like midnight by this point. So I didn't actually look further. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he could have had. There has been exactly one documented case of this. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, you know, um, yeah. but they, there were other links to the, um, it wasn't a claim. It was like a fact that there were studies that just the, diagnosis of a terminal illness can that doesn't surprise me in the least yeah just wild but anyway this man like sure he could have had like an aneurysm rupture or like whatever I didn't look into like the what his actual cause of death was but interesting that is interesting yeah Hmm. I'm assuming because they put it in the psychology today article it was like undetermined yeah um I'm wondering if it's the same thing for um you know like with like curses around um people entering into like pyramids and stuff mm. and like there are so many people that died after like doing archaeological digs and stuff yeah. like that i don't know maybe don't it's know. placebo too but the the thing is obviously completely different but like i am a little superstitious mm. i don't know if it's a part of like but is it enough to kill you no but like i wonder how many things i have brought into my life by doing that <laughs> being like whatever like remember when I told you I used to have to say like bridge 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 like yeah. when I would go over a bridge and if I didn't I didn't know what would happen but like something would happen <laughs> like I wonder I've decided that uh if I do not stop doing this it will result in something bad I don't know what yeah I'm not gonna find out but that is like um I'm pretty sure that that's a a common 
thought among people with OCD. I'm not saying I have OCD. I have not been um, diagnosed diagnosed with OCD. It's just weird that like I had these like weird tendencies sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, anyway, that those are my thoughts on that. I just thought it was like bizarre, and I will keep researching that. Yeah, because like the brain just interests me so much. Anyway, this is the last one. Okay, hit me. Oh gosh. I just need to give a disclaimer. If like things like weird you out knowing certain things like bugs specifically, just click off the podcast now. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just not worth it. Like I literally was like itching my face whilst trying to do this. It's I'm I'm probably like hyping it up more than it is. For me, this was like I almost didn't sleep. <laughs> okay. We all kind of know this already, but it's just weird to like rebring it up. <sighs> Mites that live on your face. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So almost every adult human has them. They're called demodex or eyelash mites. Okay. (sighs) They're invisible to the naked eye. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're more likely to get them too if you have eyelash extensions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because it's like better breeding ground for them. They're like, fuck yeah. A little bungalow. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up though. No problem. (laughs) They're about 0.3 millimeters long. So it would take five adult uh, demodex mites to... uh, span over like a pinhead okay they're really fucking small okay this is this is what gets me having eight legs they are technically arachnids oh gross so it's like you know how much i hate spiders um these mites also live on the hairs in your pores and they eat your grease not eating in my fucking acne Well, and that's the thing, right? It's, like, pretty fucking rude because that's what I was thinking. I'm, like, you'd think that you would, like, go to town, you know? You'd think that you would, like, lunch it out. There's a whole buffet south of the fucking mouth border, man. Well, and exactly. That's me, too. (laughs) South of the mouth border. Come south of the border with me. Okay, so here's the thing. They also have to, like, survive, so they also have to mate. So, So they're mating on your face, bro. So during the day, so right now... These mites. No, no, no. You yeah. said you said most adults have this. 90, not all of them. Ninety-seven point three percent. That's. I don't know. I feel like I might fall in that ladder. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> sure. Um. So during the day, right now, they are in, on your face for sure. Because <laughs> of the eyelash extensions. That's not how it works. It might be. Okay. <laughs> so they're inside your pores. Okay. So they burrow down. And they fucking... <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. They burrow down. They're sleeping. Oh. They're sleeping in Now you're pores. making it seem cute. And I, you're like, I'm horrified. I am horrified. Anyway, right now they're sleeping. They're inside your pores. They're sleeping. At night, when you're sleeping, that's when they come out to play. So they... I'm itching my face. So they crawl <laughs> out to your skin's surface and just start going at it on your skin. All over the place. Yeah, so I guess I don't know why they can't mate in the pores, but like a lot of them inhabit the same pore. So like, um, I think it was like half a dozen, but there's like still room for more in there. So there could be like six. (laughs) There's fucking room for more in here. Come on in, Dave. That's that's what it said. So there's like six of them in one pore. So it's like a tight, cramped little like thing. I guess it's not super. Yeah, it's not super conducive for like mating. So they climb out onto the, the skin's surface. And that's when they meet. So at night, like if you've ever like leaned over and kissed your partner's face, like while they're sleeping at night, you're probably kissing. You're dropping an orgy right on their face. Well, like, yeah, that or you're kissing an orgy. Oh, yeah. Right. Because like your partner, 97.3% of adults. So why is it that only some people? I didn't look into that further, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I, I wonder if it's like a... a genetic thing that like you secrete something that they don't like i don't know mm. um but yeah it's a 97.3 percent i mean if they're attracted to grease i wonder if it's the people that have like extremely dry skin that they're less yeah, attracted to maybe in which case again i'm in the clear yeah true hmm. um so th- that's what's interesting about these mites too they're not found on babies so it's thought that they receive them through contact with adults Okay, so you pass them along like bed bugs or whatever. That's lice. lice. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, So the mites live for about two weeks. And they pose no risk to humans unless there's like a real infestation, which then they can cause demoticosis. Demoticosis? 
or demotic mange. Okay. Uh, in humans, this can cause like a red or white sheen on the skin and is usually associated with a decline in the, the immune system. Um, so you basically like, it's pretty like apparent that you have this like mange. So it's like, mm. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I looked it up and it's like, I feel like you would know, you know what I mean? Um, interestingly enough though, these mites have no anus. Hmm. So thankfully, it's pretty like respectful. They don't shit on your face. Um, but they die with their poop and then they basically just disintegrate just well they get like probably eaten up or like swept away i don't know but that's what, when i looked up what happens to them when they die it said they disintegrate okay so they like decompose on your face yeah okay oh maybe it's like fertilizer for your face yeah don't know <laughs> um anyway you yeah you can like uh if you have like an an infestation of them that's like wild you can obviously like there's medications for it and stuff like that um but they're not like dangerous for you uh otherwise they're just living on your face and on your eyelashes and shit. Hmm. yeah i don't know how to feel i mean i feel generally fine because it's not like i can feel or see them but that's like my problem is like i'm picturing them now like yeah. i'm picturing them like <laughs> yeah Coming and what if course. you didn't have them but now you got them from danny well, he does have a lot of hair. He does have a lot of hair. Although, then again, you do have eyelash extension and a lot of hair. I know. It could be any one of you. Oh, um, it could be. <laughs> wow. Well, and this is what I was one thinking. One of you too. brought him into my house. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, it's like a contact tracing for, for Demodex. Yeah. Um, but then I was looking up because I was like, okay, but do they, so they eat the grease on my face, but like, why not like sebum plugs? You yeah. know what I mean? I was researching sebum plugs. So then like, I know that you're not supposed to like pick at your sebum plugs. Like you're supposed to go to a dermatologist and they'll extract them, blah, blah, blah. I, stupid. I do. Yeah. Okay. I take my little tool and I'm like, doop. And it's like, will I have scarring? Maybe. I don't know. But it's like, I can't stop. I can confirm. Yes, you will. <laughs> I can stop anytime. <laughs> I can stop. Um, anyway, then I was wondering when I'm like, popping out these sebum plugs am i popping out a bunch of like demodex mites they might be mixed in there right but then i'm like why aren't you eating the plugs like is it too hard for you it's overcooked do you only <laughs> want it in liquid form maybe you don't want it when it's like aged like a fine cheddar i mean when you put it that way it's pretty disturbing so i don't know that they're <laughs> even if maybe they were thinking about it but you just turned them off I don't know what it is. They were just like, oh, God. Fuck. Dude, sometimes those, like, ones that come out of my face, I'm like, how is that even in there? Like, yeah. I'm just curious as to, like, where it fit. Dude, I have, like, a big one fucking growing under here. You know when it's, like, a cluster and then, like, when you try to pop it, it like, comes out of, like, a couple different things? <gasps> yeah. Oh, those are the worst. I hate those ones, man. Like, there's some, there's some zits that are, like, really, like, so pleasing to pop. And then there's other ones that it's just, like, this is just a fucking mess. Yeah, and then it's, like, you have, you have like, a scab almost. Yeah, God. Like, fuck. This one, I don't know if you can see it because I did my makeup, but it was like flat, but I saw that there was like, you know, when it's like, it almost looks like a pinprick mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm, like, oh, something mm -hmm. would come out of that. So I like squeezed it. It didn't hurt or anything. Dude, I, I swear to God, it was like that long. Yeah. It was so long. I was like, where were you? I like the ones that are like party streamers. Yeah. Those ones usually come out of like my lip line. Yeah. 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 Fuck. It is like, that's like. It's annoying to me that all of the things that, like, bring me so much joy are, like, not good for me. So, yeah. Like, sitting down and, like, picking at my face actually does bring me joy, but it's, like, so not good for you, obviously. Dude, I, I mean, obviously, I don't wish this, but, like, you know, like, the videos of, like, the gnarly fucking blackheads? Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of wish that I got those just because, like, or that I had someone at my disposal that I could, like, pop them on. Right. Because that, that shit's fucking satisfying. Dude, the earwax ones get me, too. Eesh. I love it when they take out, like, a big plug of earwax gross but that's the other thing that is weird to me because all these doctors are like q-tips are really bad for you don't stick shit in your ears and it's like okay sure i'm gonna listen to a doctor but also anecdotal evidence i don't know every earwax video that i've seen where they like take one that never used a q-tip and then one that q-tips their ears all the time the one that q-tips their ears all the time never has like a buildup of wax and i actually have only seen a few where it's like they take cotton out because yeah. it's like, if you just don't go to, I don't know. I'm not giving advice. Yeah, like, you know I feel I mean? like if you freaking jam it in there, then, like, obviously, like, let's be reasonable. Yeah, and I also wet my Q-tips, so I don't put them in there dry. Oh, I like going and dry. Ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I raw dog it. The feeling of cotton, like even the feeling of velvet, like it's crazy that I've been able to sit on this couch for this long. Like, oh, really? And by not that, on I mean, velvet. Like, years. No, like not on my hands. On my feet, for some reason, it's fine. But on my hands, I can't touch it. Hmm, what do you have against velvet? That is the texture. I didn't know that about you. Really? No, I learn some new things every day on this podcast about Yeah, you. it's the same as like cotton balls. You don't like cotton balls? Yeah, you knew that though, because that's why I was like, I could never do this. With what? When like you were doing nails. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I did know that one. It's like it's um, the same idea, like cotton balls, velvet, towels, fucking. I just feel like Q-tips wouldn't be as effective if they were wet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, those are my things. That's it. That was great. Good. Did you learn something cool today? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Yeah. In argument of like people eating anglerfish, I mean, like also who looked at a pufferfish and was like, I'm going to put that in my mouth. Yeah, no. Well, the thing is, too, is like whatever you grow up eating kind of just isn't normal for you. Yeah. But where I grew up, especially like my dad was really weird about fish. And so we didn't he was weird about fish and mushrooms. So we really yeah, because one time he bought mushrooms and then worms came out of them. And so then he never ate mushrooms again. Try doing that with fucking Brussels sprouts, man. That did happen to you and I. And it was, I haven't really been able to eat a Brussels sprout since. And Brussels, the thing about Brussels sprouts is like, they're pretty fucking impossible to clean thoroughly. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. I haven't eaten a Brussels sprout at home since then. I will say yeah. that. There was a big old slug in my parsley the one time too. Oh my gosh. It was fine though. Yeah, like bugs don't really bug you that much. It depends on like the thing, but like like slugs and snails and like that kind of worms like that yeah. stuff doesn't bother me at all yeah worms are the, like not like cutie little worms but like worms in my food Mm-mm. just like stuff in my food in general doesn't yeah. bother me that much yeah that's fucked up yeah i just kind of remove it and carry on <laughs> i'm that person unless it's like okay this is ridiculous like your yeah. fucking hamburger situation Ugh, flies yeah but, but that's the thing is like i'm eating their wings gross you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> It's not just like their meaty body. It's like I'm eating their fucking legs and well, wings. Well, chicken wings. Same, 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 but different. Same, 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 but different. There's no meat on a fruit fly wing. How do you know? They're see-through. So? So a skin. It's like a spider web. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's that's, devolved. That's that. Uh, this is the season ender. Yeah. So, so enjoy. <laughs> we'll leave you with that for the next six weeks. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in six weeks, everyone. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.